This is Ed Van Ness. And I'm John Shannon. You found an encore presentation of the Taxi Stand Hour. You can catch us live every Saturday at 10 a.m. by downloading the Radio TFI app. Enjoy the show. Adios. See ya. You found the Taxi Stand Hour. <laughs> on Radio TFI. Join the conversation. You can reach the guys at 754-800-CHAT. 754-800-2428. On Twitter, at Taxi Standard. From a pay phone, call collect. So most people have a fear of acquiring the virus. I think a good way of doing it is to imagine that you do have the virus. Yeah? And change your behavior so that you're not transmitting it. Don't think about changing your behaviour so you won't get it. Think about changing your behaviour so you don't give it to somebody else. Well, good morning everybody here in uh, radio or virtual radio land. We're here for another episode of the Taxi Stand Hour on Radio TFI for this... Ugh, forgot what day it was for a second. Saturday, May 2nd of 2020. From the Northern Command Studio in Egan, Minnesota, I'm John Shannon. And from uh, Radio TFI Technical Headquarters in Queens, New York, it's Mr. Ed Van Ness. Good morning, sir. Uh, Good morning, kids and kittens. You'll have to pardon me. We're having technical issues here. If you're listening to this, you're listening to the podcast version of it. Because apparently we're not on the air. We've uh, we, we've had a number of technical difficulties this week, and uh, we'll get into that in just a moment. John, uh, go ahead before I start cursing. <laughs> I'm worried about you cursing while we're while we're going onward here, but um... right, right, me too. <laughs> oh goodness and gravy! Who knows what's happening back there? But we will try to make the best of this here so we got a bunch of stuff i mean good lord this wasn't like there was not a thing to talk about from this last week and of course we weren't here to uh cover it uh during the week and the way it's looking we might not be here on saturday to get this uh to um go through this as well but uh we're gonna try to work our or do as best of our our best of our ability so meanwhile, what I think I'm going to do is I'm going to go through some of the things that were indeed happening during the week, and there was plenty of them. We can uh, maybe start out with some good news. It isn't coronavirus-related. It isn't even American-related. Hats off to our neighbors to the north in Canada, uh, where... Justin Trudeau announced that Canada is banning assault-style weapons uh, in that country. He basically said, get this, get this, folks. 
we didn't talk much about it uh, on the show here, but if you didn't know, there was a mass shooting up in uh, the northeastern part of the uh, of the country. I unfortunately do not. Uh, I don't remember where exactly it was, uh, but it was up in the the uh, northeastern part of the country, North Atlantic part of the country. Um, Nova Scotia. Twenty. Thank you. Nova Scotia it was and still is 22 people murdered I want you to get put that in perspective for just a second 22 people murdered was the worst mass shooting in Canada 22 people not to be flip about that but that's an average school shooting here in the United States uh, it is sad beyond belief that uh, that this country, the United States, can't take a look at an issue like that and say, well, you know what? It's enough. Enough is enough. And we are going to get rid of these weapons of war off our streets in, uh, in Canada. So... Good job there, uh, Mr. Prime Minister, by by all means. We had a little news here in uh, Minnesota during the week. The uh, president's chief butt-kisser, Michael Pence, better known as the vice president, decided to, uh, he, he came to our deck of the woods, went and visited the Mayo Clinic. The rule is, when you visit the Mayo Clinic in this type of a setting, you wear a mask. Mike Pence thought, well, you know what, I'm above all I'm above all this. I'm not wearing no stinking mask. And then he wondered why he faced a bunch of heat about it. And that is the one... I'm sorry, go ahead, Ed. You did hear part of the part of his uh, rationale for that, didn't you? So he could well, look, he said he's so he could look people in oh, the eye. Right. So he could look people in the eye. Oh, so yeah, exactly. Well, if that's I'm what you're, at you're, a... you're, you're your first problem is you're wearing the mask wrong. If you don't think you can see people in the eye, mm-hmm. and you're putting the mask on the wrong way, exactly. You know, and <sighs> Pence is just. Trump Jr., you know, they, 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 they rise above it all. You know damn well that if Trump would have, wouldn't have, uh, or would have been visiting, rather, he'd uh, it'd been the same thing with him. Oh, God, please, we already have a Trump Jr. Well, yeah, well, this is the illegitimate, uh, this might have been the illegitimate child of the, of the, uh, with the last stripper. He, oh, never mind. I was going to go nowhere but down with it. Well, that's okay. We're used to you doing that. That's okay. But, uh, oh, man, oh, man, oh, man. Then, of course, we have Michigan. Michigan. Where a bunch of individuals with their with their uh, assault-style uh, weapons... stormed into the state capitol and 
wanted to wanted to make a point to try to intimidate uh, the governor there and as well as the legislators that are there into opening up the state. We're tired of being safe. We want to get out there and spread that coronavirus. Well, that wasn't their exact words, but they may as well have been saying it. But, and then Trump. Oh, these are good people. Does that line sound familiar? Oh, we've heard that before. Yeah, we sure have. We've definitely heard that one before. These are good people, but they're just angry. Son of a bitch, I can't tell you how many times I get angry in a course of a day. I have never once thought about going and finding my my, my hunting rifle. You know, because they have to hunt with uh, AK-47s as well. Well, yeah, you you know how those deer can be. Oh, yeah, exactly. Well, you know, there is an advantage to hunting with one of those. And that is not not only can you kill the deer, but you can pretty much process it with the, with the, at the same time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, so. well, here's your update. This is going to be a completely a podcast show today, uh, and 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 your old Uncle Ed's going to be. <laughs> by the time you folks have, are hearing this, I would have ripped the folks at uh, Citrus Three, uh, brand new body part openings, the likes of which uh, you've never seen. They before. look like they got hit with AK forty seven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's basically <laughs> it. So. So we're go- we're going to continue on here like we always do. The only difference will be there'll be no need for us to give out the phone number. So so we're doing our show, and we will post it up. And uh, if you're hearing this, you've heard you're hearing the replay. So let's let's carry on there, Mister Shannon. Well, uh, I will say this. Oh wait a because... second! But before we go on, did I say good morning, kids and kittens? No, you didn't. Good morning, kids and kittens. My apologies. I was tied up on the technical side but uh anyways if you do want to uh make point of something we've said on the podcast you can still call and leave a message 754-800-CHAT 754-800-2428 you can also send a text to that same number and you can tweet us at taxi stand hour yes 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 so do you want a minute to take a breath there? Or? No, no, I'm I'm good. I I'm able to multitask, and you know, now now I know what the problem is, and uh, uh, I I know how to result what I need to do to resolve it, and I've got till Monday night at nine p.m. <laughs> there you go <laughs> to get this taken no, care. No, no naps for you, sunshine. No naps for me. No, no, no. Now I know why we couldn't go on the air the other night this is why we were for those of you paying attention for those of you scoring at home or even if you're alone thank you keith oberman i love that line uh wednesday night or was it tuesday tuesday night i believe we tried to get on the air and we could not so uh we canceled the week while i was trying to get us set up on a new system the new system didn't work out and but it was with the same company that we've been using so now apparently they've changed they made a slight adjustment 
to now where I can't we can't access our server. We can't broadcast. Now I know what the issue is. I know exactly what the issue is. And again, uh, you're this is being recorded Saturday morning at about ten eleven. I promise you by uh, well they're in England. I promise you by Monday morning this will be resolved. I have to. I won't. It's the whole time difference thing. But anyway. So damn them that, English people for being on a different clock than we are. The nerve, the absolute unmitigated gall. I know, right? Pit, pit, tally hole, and all that other English nonsense. So, will you carry on? I'm going to make a quick note here on social media here, just to okay. Okay. All right. So, so, so uh, I was kind of distracted there. Let's talk about coronavirus and and our great presidente. Uh, I got a whole bunch of stuff here, and I'm going to start off with a tweet from uh, John, oh, what's his last name, Aravosis, at A-R-A-V-O-S-I-S, and he says this, or tweeted this, this is in regard to uh, West Point. This is insane. Trump is forcing 1,000 West Point cadets to come back to campus from all over the country just so he can speak at their commencement. He's bringing them to New York of all places, on planes, trains, you name it. It's insane. On the same topic, Trip Gabriel, at Trip Gabriel, continues this. To accommodate Trump's sudden decision to speak at West Point, Cadets will be called back, tested off campus, then isolated for 14 days in rooms with mess. They'll eat in segregated groups. No decision on whether family members may attend. And I happened to be watching the press conference a week or so ago when it was announced that uh, Pence would be at, I think it was the Air Force Academy or, or Annapolis or wherever he was going to be to give a commencement address. And you can almost see Trump's eyes light up like, well, well, why aren't I? And I, I firmly believe he came up right there and said, well, I'm going to be at West Point. And has just thrown, that was supposed to be uh, the end of this month, I believe, May. And now it's pushed back to June. And yeah, so now you've got all these cadets who they've dispersed and who are been continuing their classes. I think this is this week is the final week of exams and all that and they now have to make their way back to uh back to this area where i am they have to come through for the most part new york city uh, west point is situated a couple uh oh i guess about an hour or so north of here but your major transportation hubs all come through here and and again you're bringing not only the cadets but all the support staff has to come back why? So Mr. Bone Spurs, Mr. Five-Time Deferment, can get his rocks off and saying, oh, you know, that's your president, sir. Not my president. Okay. Not uh, mine. Not yours. Sorry. Well, he is. Like it or not. Uh, let's see. Where else we got here? Let, let, let's, let's make our way down the... Uh, oh. I've got <laughs> I've had a little thing from Nancy Pelosi this week, and uh, we're going back to talking about. Did you say you had a little thing from Nancy Pelosi? I didn't from, quite hear that. From Nancy Pelosi, 
from. I just wanted to be sure you. And what I do, she my, is quite your senior. She's fetching. Look, I've had a lot of time by myself lately. Okay, don't don't push it. So yeah, that Twinkie's starting to look good. I'll tell you what. <laughs> tell you what. Now I'm getting the whole the whole apple pie thing, but that's neither here nor there. So we're getting back to the whole, uh, and we're going to be bouncing around here, kids and kittens. Uh, Many emergency bat turns to follow. Oh, yes, yes, yes. I think we're going to wear out the cart. But she was talking about the whole disinfectant in the body thing, and and I I just got a kick out of what she said. I spent a lot of time what the president said when and disinfectant in the body. You know what they call that? They call that embalming. That's the medical term. (laughs) She's not wrong. One could only wish. She's not wrong, for goodness sake. And, uh, oh my goodness. <laughs> so now in, uh, I want to go, uh, I've got a bunch of audio here. This one I want to play as well. This is actually goes back to February 28th. And, and this was up the other day. This is Trump, uh, talking about CNN, uh, and claiming it was a, COVID was a hoax. So just take a listen. Do you think this is a hoax? Well, I think that the uh, media is, yes. I think that CNN is uh, a very disreputable network. I think they're doing everything they can to instill fear in people. And I think it's ridiculous. And I think they're very disreputable. Uh, and some of the Democrats are doing it the way it should be. But some of them are... Uh, trying to gain political favor by saying a lot of untruths. The fact is, it's a hoax. It's a hoax. CNN says uh, this was back in February. Uh, I tell you what, that's. Uh, uh, I, 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 you know, you, you don't even know what to say. Uh, but we're going to continue on. Uh, Yes, yes, we're, we're we're poking fun, and we're taking pot shots, and I've had a full week to sit here and gather stuff. John, you want, you want anything you want to throw in there? Nah, not right at the moment. I will I'll be ready shortly. Okay, so uh, earlier in the week at one of the Rose Garden uh, briefings, if you will, Brian uh, Brian Karam of Playboy who does a fantastic job, by the way. I, I've read a couple of his articles. Uh, you don't read it for the articles. Give that, me a break. See, that's what you don't know. Play, Playboy doesn't do the nudie pics anymore. I thought they... No, I thought they went back to him. I thought they decided they were going to go back and oh, I didn't start know, doing the nudies. I didn't uh, know they went back. I didn't know they went hold back. Hold on. Excuse, excuse me. Hold on. <laughs> wow. You, sir... John Shannon is mm. fake fake news. There, I said it, and I'm glad. But it's interesting, at least. You're about as real as my beard, sir. Yeah, well, can I say you finally snuck a cat in there and put some cream on and licked it off, so... We'll talk about it in an hour or two. So anyway, here's oh, Brian Carroll. Here's Brian Carroll. Governor Larry Hogan specifically said they've seen a spike in people uh, using disinfectant after your comments last week. I know you said they were sarcastic. I, I can't imagine why. Any, I can't imagine why. Yeah. Take any responsibility? No, I don't. No, I die? can't imagine. I can't imagine that. 
I can't imagine that, that people were, you know, listening to the president of the United States. And again, he accepts no responsibility. I don't understand how somebody, how you live your life like this, how you can just so blatantly disregard even the things you've said. And we've talked about this before. You're, you're on camera. You know those are cameras in front of you. And they're recording what you say. I got one more for the moment. And then we'll... Uh, this, is, this is just... This is my favorite of the week. This is my favorite of the week. And when I heard him say it, I, I almost literally went through the ceiling. It's incredible what we've done together over a short period of time. I want to thank our vice president for the task force and the work. Uh, every day it gets better, and we had a fantastic call with the governors today. And uh, I would say that they are uh, as as thrilled as they can be, considering that the fact is that there has been so much unnecessary death in this country. It could have been stopped, and it could have been stopped short. But somebody a long time ago, it seems, decided not to do it that way. And the whole world is suffering because of it. 184 countries at least. Somebody decided not to do it. He's trying to point at China, but <laughs> the absolute gall and the nerve. to Somebody didn't act? Oh, man. John? Well, I tell you, that this week... I think was really, and maybe call this an emergency bat turn as well, but... Um, emergency bat turn. Our, our worlds are starting to come apart here, to tell you the truth, because one Donald John Trump actually uh, was uh, somewhat uh, taking the side of Joe Biden over this whole... Uh, yeah, uh, issue that popped up uh, over uh, Tara Reid. Yeah, he he kind of did. Uh, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Well, it's funny before um, before I go on as far as Tara Reid is concerned. When I first heard that name, I was thinking about the <laughs> actress Tara Reid, and I was beginning to uh, I was beginning to think just for a moment here. Damn, if. Uh, Grandpa Joe could uh, have a little time there with the actress. Of course, now, granted, now that's a sick thought because back in the 90s, the actress Tara Reid uh, would have been a child actress. So, no, I, I'm going to hold that thought off. Too. And by the way, she she is just a wreck right now. She's she's a train wreck on her own. That's, that's another story at another time. Right. No, but a lot of people thought, I thought it initially, too. I thought it was from Sharknado. The, one of the stars yeah. of the, so no wonder she's had the uh no wonder she's had the issues that she's had here oh that no 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 the, that's that's how she got the sharknado was because of the issues that she had oh was it <laughs> that's she's at a point now you know you take whatever work they throw at you was it was it uh, the uh, literal flop out that she had uh, at the on the red carpet uh, hey, hey, hey look you don't get script approval on sharknado six all right. So, but, uh, go ahead. Well, of course, Trump was 
speaking or you know made an off co- or off off the mark comment about the fact that uh, you know he said he kind of felt felt for Joe Biden. Well, that's another story too. But uh, well, he should. You know, okay, Joe Biden is being accused of uh, of some pretty filthy stuff there when it comes right down to it. It's 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 not the whole uh, oh let's just you know creepily ru- you know rub her shoulders. Apparently, he was going for the gold, trying to be uh, trying to be Trump before Trump was Trump. Okay, first but, off, it happened twenty. If it happened, if it happened, it happened twenty nine yeah. years ago. In the meantime. Biden, not once but twice, ran for vice president and was vice president. He also ran for mm-hmm. president before that. He's been vetted out the yin yang. Okay, this would have. There's no documentation that I'm aware of. And by the way, she has changed her story. Now, yeah. if it happened, I say do what you got to do. But as Biden is saying, go ahead, investigate it. Because he knows there's nothing there. Trump and he isn't Trump, out shout shouting fake news, fake news, you know. Or, right, and he's not saying things like Trump did. Like, well, look at her; she's not my type. That's not what that's about, there, Skippy. No, so no. So anyway, not. I, I honestly, I think this is just the next thing that uh, people are going to try and throw to the wall, see if it sticks. Uh, they didn't. It didn't work out well with the whole Hunter Biden thing, and now. And then they'll try something else. So, yeah, who knows? And we, and we are going to speak about the cultural differences in hour two. We're finally going to get to this in hour two that John's been wanting to talk about. So, well, we, I keep wanting to get at it, but then we wind up having other stuff that I, I don't know if it's any more or any less uh, important or whatnot, but. Yeah, unfortunately, uh, there's this little thing called coronavirus that is kind of uh, yeah, 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 yeah. has kind of taken our time. And by the way, uh, just so our friends in the taxi industry uh, uh, don't um, think we're leaving leaving that important part, what brought us to the dance, if you will, Ed promises he's got a couple of. Uh, I've got transportation uh, stories. So we are. Uh, like I said, probably going to be a lot of emergency bat turns as we uh, yeah as we come and go here. But um, I, I'm fascinated by uh, by this story though with uh, with Tara Reid. Uh, Biden did finally come out and actually addressed it. He was firm about it. He wasn't rude about it. No, like if you anybody remember the whole uh, Trump scenario over these allegations, and and by the way. The diff, the big difference actually uh, between Trump and Biden is, is Trump say, "Yeah, I did it. So what? So what? Pretty much, yeah. Yep, exactly. And us idiots, including a few, uh, uh, including, uh, excuse me, including more than a few women, went ahead and voted for him anyways. Well, uh, let me. Speaking of, well, not speaking of, but in along the same vein. Uh, one of my favorites, Noel Kassler, at Kassler Noel on the Twitter. He's the guy that used to work on on the Apprentice finales and all that. He's been up close and personal, seen all the drug use. He's the guy who does not fear his non-disclosure agreement. Uh, 
But he had this to say this week, among many things, but this was my favorite. Whenever you get down about your life, just remember there are people in this country with actual tattoos of Trump on their bodies that will never have the money to remove them. Think about that. Yeah, it just depends on where on the body. Hopefully someplace it can be hidden. Well, I, I mean, look, my whole my whole thing on tattoos is it's a bigger commitment than getting married. And I'm it's not for me, but but you take something like this. Now, if you're in your mid twenties and you got a Trump tattoo, guess what? You're gonna be alive a lot longer than this guy's gonna be in office. And I don't think oh, any yes. of the other I don't think the other Trumps are gonna make a run for it. I think one's enough, but uh you know, oh man, that's a sickening thought in its own right. Yeah, you know, and, and it's all these. We'll get to talking about that. I want to get through all the stuff that I have here, and I do want to talk about uh, uh, these protests, if you will. If you're pro, well, let's take a second and talk about it now. If you're protesting, going back to work and being able to go outside, why do you need to bring a firearm? I know in Michigan it's allowed. You can open carry. I don't know the exact rules, but why do you feel the nerve, the the need? And the by need, the way, right? and by the way, uh, as more than one person has said, uh, most of these clowns wouldn't last four minutes in a firefight if they got involved in it because they don't know the first thing about intelligence and and, and logistics and all that. Uh, it's pull the trigger, pull the trigger, and uh, you know, and hope you hit something, and hope you hit something. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You, believe me, you you've petrified tin cans for miles around, but and, and, yeah, there and, you go. and traffic signs are are quaking in their boots at the at the mere sight of you. Well, yeah, especially if they're at close range. <laughs> right. I tell you what, I'm I'll, not gonna miss that sign. I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what. So, uh, well, Ed, it's intimidation. That's oh, I know what, what it is. is. I know what it, the, but. I, I guess the point I was getting at for people that are organizing these things and don't believe for a second that these are just Facebook folks, Facebook folks that just happen to show up at the same place at the same time. Uh, they're being organized. And of course, it's intimidation. And we talked about this last week. If you do a, you pull out and do a wide shot, you'll see it's not that many people. Overwhelmingly, I believe it's 70% of, of the U.S. population is in favor of keeping the restrictions in place. Yes, everybody's hurting. I, the, you'll get no argument from me. You got a lot of people in different situations. I, I'm fortunately in a situation that, as much as it's driving me batty right now, and I would love to go back to work, I'm okay in the situation that I'm in. But that's not true for everybody, and I understand that. But we still have to understand this is going to bring on a second or third wave of the virus. Okay? If you want to go out and protest and do your thing, at least do the social distancing thing. You're out there with no mess, no protection. You're not yeah. helping. Oh, because you know they're big. They're big, tough guys. Yeah. You know, I'm, 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 looking, I'm looking at the picture of this... this uh, Yeehaw, dude from uh, in in Michigan there, with his right up into the faces of uh, faces of a couple of uh, oh the guy that looks like Michigan. you. 
Excuse me? The guy that looks like you with the beard and... Yeah, I don't have that much hair, though, so... No, that's true. Valid point. Touche. Oh. Touche. <laughs> oh, and I'm also not that stupid to be up there right in the face of, of, the, uh, of the cops. Right. Now, what I... We could get into this story, too. Um, but I'm, I'm going to show a little bit of respect to the law enforcement there that I had to deal with this guy. By the way, I'm sure his breath was nothing that uh, those <laughs> yeah. thin masks could probably hold back. But uh, no, this this is the type of thing where we're supposed to be we're supposed to be afraid of these people. We're supposed to, you know, well, we're gonna take our country back. Well, wait a minute. I thought you. Uh, when you elected uh, old uh, Chief Bonespurs, that you took your country back. Yeah. But you think you're? What do you think now? Uh, you know you're badass and whatnot. I love the I love the way and the I love the restraint these police officers showed, and mm. just looking straight ahead while this guy had his pie hole like open within, you know, uh, six inches of their faces, you know. I don't know that I could have showed that much restraint. Spewing is nonsense. Exactly. Uh, God. Let let me get, uh, like I said, I got a bunch more stuff here I want to get through just to bring it up. And uh, let's see. Let's let's talk about Michael Flynn for a second, just for a hot minute. Okay. Is he in like Flynn? Oh, he's, uh, I'm, I'm ignoring that. And uh, people are back uh, talking about exonerating him, blah, blah, blah. Well, Andrea Junker at Strand Junker tweeted this uh, during the week. Number one, Flynn opted to lie to the FBI. Two, Flynn went to court. Three, Flynn pled guilty. Four, Flynn was placed under oath. Five, Flynn told the judge he knowingly lied to the FBI. Hashtag Flynn exonerated my ass. He's an American traitor. Case closed. He pled guilty. He opted to lie. You know, let's uh, move on. You know. What, is he one of these that wants to get get out of the pokey because of the virus or what? No, 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 no. He's, you know, he's trying to say that he was coerced and, you know. Look, he, he screwed up. He admitted it. He went to court. He swore under oath. Blah, blah. You know, like that list says. Trump fired him because he lied to Pence, purportedly. You know Flynn is just, he's just angling for a pardon. And apparently Trump isn't biting. One of these people going to understand. You throw, your, you, you throw yourself on the railroad tracks for Trump. He's going to let the train run over you. Oh, hell yeah. Okay. He has not come to the defense of anybody. By the way, speaking of presidents, Justin Amash, former Republican congressman, has decided to do an exploratory uh, thing at running as an independent. He tweeted this out. Let's do this. To which I say, let's not. We don't need... Any other time, I would say, go ahead, third party, do your thing, give it a shot. I'm no fan of the two-party system. This, we we don't need somebody sucking votes 
off of uh, Biden right now. Oh, yeah. And and that's... Speaking that, of which... Go ahead. Speaking of which, guess who else is talking uh, like he might run? Who? One, Jesse, the body, oh, good Ventura. Lord. Oh, good Lord. oh, no, there's at least a half a dozen stories out there. Oh, well. He He's talking about running... On the Green Party. And, and to what end? Honestly. And again, for this particular election, I have to ask, what to what end? Okay? We don't need somebody making a point right now. We don't need somebody doing it because they feel it's right. or we, No, we need to A, get him out of office. B, we got this whole COVID thing to deal with. Honestly... This is the one election right now. We don't have time for this silliness. I would, I would, I would, I would agree with you in point on that, and I don't want to see him do it either. You mean in principle? By the way, you agree in principle. Which I said in point. That's what I felt like saying. Hmm. (laughs) Yes, I am in one of those moods. Thank you very much. All righty, all righty. Let's move on. Philip Philip Rucker of the uh, the uh, the New York Times, he's put this out on Thursday. Uh, since the death toll surpassed sixty thousand people yesterday, referring to the 29th of April, here's what Trump has tweeted about: Michael Flynn, CNN, MSNBC, Brian Williams, Don Lemon, Joe Scarborough, Sweden, Roger Stone, his poll numbers, Jim Comey. Hillary Clinton's campaign and Representative Jim Ryan's birthday. At no point, apparently, did he tweet anything about COVID and its victims. Just, uh, just putting oh. that out there. Just and, and, and was, it's true. He ain't lying about anything. That's for damn sure. I, and this continues. This continues uh, with another post. From Translate Real DT, uh, which is a parody account. Uh, this was also on Thursday the 30th. Today, Donald Trump sent 63 tweets attacking journalists, undermining the FBI, spreading fake polls, promoting sycophants, sycophants, defending a felon, and scapegoating governors. That's one distracting tweet for every 1,000 Americans who have died of COVID on Trump's watch. So there's that. So he's sitting he's sitting there up in the residence at the at the White House just uh, just tweeting away about nonsense. Uh I think we talked about did we talk about Fox News cutting its ties with Diamond and Silk? Off air, I don't think we did. Uh Okay. If you're not familiar with Diamond and Silk, they're two very loud brash African-American women. I don't know if they're sisters or not. One article had them listed as sisters. Uh, who caught a, caught a little bit of lightning in a bottle with the GOP. and uh, They've been in the Oval Office and all that. And they come up with the most outlandish things. Mind you, they started out as anti-Trumpers on Facebook. Uh, Democrats and all that. And then they decided to have a change of heart. And then they, because it, it got them more viewers. Well, it it led them to, for the past year and a half or so, two years, getting a spot on Fox News. They were doing these little five to seven minute 
you know, rants and raves and, uh, well, it got to the point, apparently it was too much even for Fox because they were out there, uh, promoting, uh, things like the disinfectant cures and cures that, you know, have no merit, excuse me, uh, and all manner of stuff. So bizarre, even Fox couldn't deal with it. Okay. So far off to the right. So now they're out, they're gone. And that's, that's good to hear because honestly, they were just getting annoying. They were just getting annoying because it's all an act. It's all an act with them. I got a theory here. I'd like to run by you. Sure. Okay. You'd think at one point in time with Fox News that nothing would be too far right for them. That's right. Something something is changing. Something in the air is changing at Fox News. You're not you're not entirely wrong. You're not It hasn't wrong. happened yet. Hasn't happened yet. But you can smell Quite it. Frankly, coming. Yeah. Um I think it's only gonna be a matter of time before Fox News because it's all you know, let's face it, it's all about the market share and it's all about right. you know, advertising dollars and whatnot and you know, if they I think they're coming to realize if they keep running things down our throat like Hannity, like uh oh the Tucker Carlson. Bitch, Oh Judge Tucker, uh, that what Judge Janine. That too, and uh, what the hell is her name? The other one now, uh, Laura Ingram. Uh, Laura, thank you. Your boy, welcome. I tell you. Eventually, I've got her. Pi- just, I've got her picture tattooed on my uh, on my arm. I don't really want to know that, wanna, but okay. want to see it? Uh no. <laughs> you sure? I am positive. I can show you what, what I do, you do. I can show you what I do with the facial hair. Yeah. Well. <laughs> Oh my God! And then, you, folks, I want you to—I want you to feel me here. If I were to come up with that kind of off-the-wall kind of potty, potty language—not potty language so much, but potty language content, content. What content? You know the old, the old in, innuendo. Well, you know, I shaved my beard too. I look what you take. I, I disseminate the information. How you distribute it in your in your nasty little mind, you know your your little yeah. Um, well, by the way, speaking of all the crack monsters at Fox News, I have two little items here. Let's listen to Tucker Carlson. He's he, he's with uh, Daddy. Do we have to? Well, actually, if my mouse, <laughs> take a listen to Tucker. He's with a gentleman by the name of Mark Siegel. There is new evidence that young children do not spread the coronavirus. Not what we thought. Dr. Mark Siegel is a Fox Medical contributor and NYU Langone professor. Doctor, thanks for coming on tonight. Tucker, I want to cut through the news and get to the science of this, which is that 78 studies out of the United Kingdom show that children, especially under the age of 10, are not very likely to get COVID-19 or to spread it. But one of the authors of that study says he's being a little bit misinterpreted. And the Centers for Disease Control has said that 1% to 2% of the cases, looking at 150,000 cases, were children under the age of 18. 
The, the real truth here is, and a China study showed that 90% of children have asymptomatic cases. So, Tucker, they appear to have a protein in the lungs that protects them from severe disease. And almost all of the children who get this are either asymptomatic or have mild cases. But it is not true that children don't get it, and it is not true that they can't spread it. Just much less likely than adults. Duh. And there's Tucker Carlson with egg on his face. He made the proclamation that kids can't get it. And I, I honestly, I don't recall if this gentleman, Mr. Siegel, is is a, a doctor or not or what his. But he just basically slapped Tucker Carlson in the face with that and said, uh, oh, no, 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 you're wrong. You're absolutely. And it's good to see this, that, you know, these wild, these wild ass theories, these proclamations are being slapped down. Uh, one of your favorites, Sean Hannity. Uh, Buckethead. Buckethead sent a twelve-page letter. Uh, to the uh, New York Times, claiming he was defamed by three columns in that paper, the the paper of record, by the way. Uh, and this this letter was sent from his attorney. To, uh, to Hannity's attorneys. It says, I write in response to your 12-page letter alleging that your client, Sean Hannity, was defamed by three columns in the New York Times. The columns are accurate, do not reasonably imply what you and Mr. Hannity alleged they do, and constitute protected opinion. In response to your request for an apology and retraction, our answer is no. <laughs> just, just... No, I love that. It, there's, I, I mean, I'm looking at the letter here, and it is, it is, it is six lines, six <laughs> short lines. There's no legal mumbo jumbo. They didn't do the dance. No, 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 no. Just no. Okay, you want to sue us? Go right ahead. Go right. In other words, go ahead. We welcome the fight. And I think direct is, to the heart of the beast. That's right. I think that's what's this is what's happening now. People have just had enough of this. And uh and and good for us and good for uh for the rest of the country. Um uh, before we get out of here, I got a I got a couple of more pieces of audio I want to play. This this has been one of my favorites. He's been ranting about this Trump as for quite some time. You say broken test. It's a new virus, so how could the test be broken? We had a broken test. Jim, we had broken tests. We had tests that were obsolete. We had tests that didn't take care of people. But here's what's very important. If you take a look at the swine flu, H1N1, or as Joe Biden would say, N1H1, but it's actually wrong. He didn't even know the name. Okay? H1N1, the swine flu. The Obama administration was a disaster. And they did polling on how did they do. And their polls were so negative, so bad. They did a very poor job. And they did a poor job on a lot of things. They did a poor job on our military. They did a poor job on our ammunition. When I got here, we had no ammunition. Just like we had no ammunition, we had very little medical, too. So I think when you ask, how did we do? And I have to say it because the news is so fake and so corrupt. Uh, I think we did a spectacular job. I'm not even referring to me. I'm referring to all of these people, including your people who have been working with my people so closely. 
The question was not how do you how are you doing? The question was common sense and right out there. Just laid the facts down. The virus didn't exist when Obama was president. And he's been harping on this, oh, oh, he left us broken obsolete stuff. No, you've dismantled the pandemic department. I I I can't recall what it was called. Got rid of virtually everybody who would have been helpful right now in this situation. Uh, you you can't... <sighs> I really hoped, and I'm not... I, I, I'm not trying to be, uh, again, flip, if you will, here, but I hope that when this is all said and done 10 years from now, uh, when they can actually take a look and see what actually went wrong. I just hope we get an accurate accounting. For, even even if it's true what uh, uh, Chief Bonespurs says about Obama, maybe, maybe, uh, maybe there was some cutting there. Maybe he wasn't any more prepared than Trump was. Maybe that's the case. That's, we already know that's not the case. We already know that. Well... Well, we know from what we've been told, Ed. Okay, okay, John. I'll I'll give you that. Go yeah. ahead, fin- finish your opinion, so I can smash it down. <laughs> I just hope. I look. I know. Whereas, I it's the deal with Trump was. Yeah, you're right. He did. He did cut some things out of uh, out of the preparedness for. This type of thing. Oh, what the hell? We haven't had anything in in uh, almost twenty years. You know, no, it's been, it's been that long. That's since, not. Uh, that's not why. It was Obama formed this. Get rid of it. Well, Obama did it. Get rid of it. Period. Boom. Next. Well, I, I don't I, know. I know. I'm, I'm gonna. I, I know. I know. I I don't know the. I know that, you know, Bush, you know, Bush was uh, no more prepared than anybody else. Uh, you know what did he? I mean, did he, are you saying that Obama brought it back up and then Trump took it back down? I'm saying Obama created the whole pandemic response team, and Trump decimated because it. of because of H1N1 or no because Obama did it. Plain and simply. Remember, if it's got the name Obama attached to it, Trump wants to get rid of it. Well, yeah, that I know. And by the way, Bush's government was informed about this. It was ignored, about 9-11, the potential, Osama bin Laden and and all that. It was ignored. Yeah, that I do remember. Okay, so let's, let's not even go there. But that being said, even after that horrible, horrible day, at least I've said it many times, Bush acted like the president that we needed him to be. He was a leader. Oh, this is true. He was a leader. So let's. Uh, I got at least For, one. I got. I got at least one more audio bit I want to play here before we get out of this hour, so we can leave all this behind and okay. do other things in hour two. We you mentioned the word flip flop. Well, well, well. Here's our favorite, Miss Lindsey Graham, and you're going to hear him talking about. He's going to go back and forth, things he said a few years ago, things he says now, basically contradicting himself. He shouldn't be commander-in-chief. I don't think he has a clue about anything. 
He's a race-baiting, xenophobic, religious bigot. No, I don't think he's a xenophobic, race-baiting, religious bigot. I think he's a kook. I think he's crazy. Yeah, I like the president. He's a jackass. The point I'm trying to make about the president is that I do enjoy his company. What he's interjecting is turning democracy upside down. What I see coming out of the White House, I like. And you know how you make America great again? Tell Donald Trump to go to hell. There you go. That's Lindsey Graham, both sides of him. Yeah. <laughs> there, there is, yeah, Lindsey Graham. I will, I, I can only, you can only hope that the the American voters, I don't know, Lin, Lindsay, Lindsay isn't up for re-election. This, yes, uh, he is. Uh, is he? Yes, vote Amy Fisher. Oh, okay. No, no, I'm sorry. Amy, who, no, Amy Fisher's running I, against the, the turtle. Right, Kentucky. thank you. Uh, Joel Harrison, I believe his name is, in South Carolina. Okay. Again, I was going to say, I, ham I knew the girl. Yeah, well, that that there's always that, too. Oh, goodness. By the way, again, if you want to, uh, if you do want to call and leave a message with us, uh, 754-800-CHAT, 754-800-2428. Hey, we might, e- if we like your comment, we might even play it on next week's show or whenever we're whenever we're live again here <laughs> you can also you can also leave a message uh, through twitter at taxi stand hour <laughs> you are listening to a uh, uh, by the way you're obviously listening to this on uh, on the podcast on the archived park uh, podcast because we're not live well we are at we the know we we know this one's Memorex. Yes, yes, we do. We've cheated on this one. We are painfully aware. So, so in other words, we're not real right now. We're just. But are we live as we're doing it, or are we recorded right now? The world may never know. That is true. That's a it's a valid point. That's well, that. That's just like one, two, three. That's right. That's Tootsie Roll Tootsie Pops. The world may never know. Very good. Very good. How many licks does it take to get to the center of a Tootsie Roll Tootsie Pop? Oh, one of these days I'm going to play all these old classic commercials. Oh, you're going to... That'll be great. I I got one more here. Oh, we talked about briefly. Let's talk about Mike Pence and the mask. Okay. He uh he was an asshole. I'm I'm gonna just say it. He was an asshole. All right. He later came out. He, he went to the Mayo Clinic in John's neck of the woods, in there in beautiful Rochester, Minnesota, and despite being told well in advance that everyone needed to wear face protection or face covering, Pence decided he was too cool. So he walks in there, although later he said, well, I get tested all the time and blood. It doesn't matter. Just because you got tested at 10 o'clock does not mean you didn't pick it up at 11. Right. Okay. And now what you're saying to people out there, your, 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 your followers who are ready to shoot people at your say-so, you're saying, ah, it's okay. 
Trump said he doesn't want to wear a mask, so neither am I. So, you know, you make your own decisions. And yes, he he wore one the next day at the General Motors plant because of all the intense uh, press coverage. His wife, Karen, said, oh, he was never told. Baloney. Baloney. He was told multiple times. Trust me, the Mayo Clinic, I'm preparing for the Vice President of the United States visit to their facility. At no point did it slip their mind that, oh, by the way, oh, geez, we forgot to tell him to wear a face covering, even though everybody else in his party was wearing one. So, Well, and, and that I was just going to get to that point. He shouldn't have had to been told. No! He's, he's in charge of the COVID-19 response? Shouldn't have had to been told. Exactly. He, just... He's supposed to be the top guy on all this. You're right. He shouldn't have to be told. But I... Ooh, I'm. Uh, that sounded painful. You all right? Standing up is. I gotta get out. I gotta get out of the house today. Getting old's a bitch. Oh, sitting around for. But days. it beats the al- But it beats the alternative. So not, not so much. Oh, not so much. Uh, no, oh, I come ha- on. I haven't gotten out of the house. We'll talk about that more an hour or two, but. But you're right. Here are leaders. Yeah, let's talk about briefly George Bush. Not my favorite guy, but he became in the moment the leader this country needed. Here we have our two top guys now. They were running around like idiots, lying, calling people names, dis- disregarding their own their own rules, their own guidelines. One day they come out with all this stuff. You need to hit, uh, states need to hit this mark, this mark, the other benchmark before they can reopen or as they reopen. Two days later, it's, ah, go ahead, do what you want. Well, was it Texas that uh, uh, opened up everything right as they recorded the highest amount of uh, deaths since this whole thing started there? uh, It might have been Wisconsin, but either way, either way, well, Wisconsin isn't completely opened up yet. I mean, they're eating in restaurants in Texas. Yeah. I uh, Honestly, I missed I, that. If, if you have that information, that would be spectacular. Uh, yeah, well, I, I have no more information than seeing it on TV. But uh, well. the, uh, uh, no, and to the, I'll give, I'll give the devil their due. They are practicing safe measures while while they're in the restaurant. So in other words, as safe as they can possibly be. But no, they are the, the tables are spread apart and and so and, and you know what? What they're gonna wind up be doing is they're gonna wind up being this country's guinea pigs. To a degree. If you think about it. And yeah. also also keep in mind restaurants work on a very small margin to begin with. Mm-hmm. And doing 25% capacity ain't going to cut it for them. No, not unless they can get a huge discount on their uh, leases on their buildings. Yep. And their utilities. Yep. And their food. Yep. (laughs) All right, well, that tone says that we got to go for a minute here. So we'll see you here on the other side. You're listening to the Taxi Stand Hour on SoundCloud.
you found the taxi stand hour. The worst talk radio I've ever heard in my life. On Radio TFI. Right, we're back here on the taxi stand hour. I'm I, I apologize for being flip. There's that word again uh, about uh, just being on SoundCloud. But damn it, that, right now that's where we're at. But normally it's so we see I hear it seething over there. <laughs> but we would have been there anyway. Hell, this is true. Anyways. It, the, the official name of the show is the Taxi Stand Hour on Radio TFI uh, from the Northern Command Studio, where I take no responsibility for any of this. <laughs> I'm John Shannon, and from the hot house there at the Radio TFI Tower, where chairs are about to be thrown, it is Mr. Ed Van Ness. Once again, good morning, sir. Good morning, kids and kittens, and just just a gentle reminder to you folks out there: none of what you're about to hear is geared to is aimed at you. It is you're you're our our fine fine listening audience. So when you hear me losing it, it's at the other guy in the Northern Command Center, because <laughs> I have no one else to blame for what's going on here. Yeah, hey, I'm I'm doing my best Trump impression here. I take no responsibility. responsibility. Nope. <laughs> Ain't my fault. We've had a little problem. We're able to record uh, the, the, the show. We The show did not go out live, uh, unfortunately, and we will get that straight. So down. you hope. So you hope. Oh, I'm, that I'm confident it's not going out. Oh, I promise you it's not no, going no. out live. No, I mean, so you hope it's recording. 
Oh, don't. Just don't. <laughs> Just don't. <laughs> Moving you know, on. In other words, you don't want me to come up with the history here in the last couple months? You don't want to do this, John. You don't want to have this 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 battle. You don't want to do this. Okay? Well, now, hey, now, come on. I wouldn't have my role as your antagonist if I didn't. Today's so. not the day. <laughs> By the way, it was a spectacular week for me this week, and I'm going to tell you why. Not only did I get my bulk delivery of my Diet Mountain Dew, I found a place that sells it reasonably cheap. They deliver, and I order it in bulk. So I don't have, and they bring it right to the door, so I don't have to cart it around. But I also ordered my Tic Tacs in bulk too. I've actually been doing that for a while, but I ordered more than I normally do. So now, as far as my my basic necessities, I'm set. I got do. I got Tic Tacs. We're golden right now. I can just picture the delivery guy that's bringing. Half a truckload of Diet Mountain Dew to your <laughs> to the radio TFI tower. It was only four cases. It's only four cases. Only. It's a good deal. It's a dollar a bottle for 20, 20 ounce bottles. And this is the man. I want you to know this is the man who's had documented heart issues. No, I had I had artery issues. I had uh, well the heart's fine. Look, once again, it, it has no calories. It has no sugar. It has no caffeine. Uh, I think we've had this conversation before. And, and you keep bringing it up. I have no other vices. I don't smoke anymore. I don't drink anymore. I don't chase no, no, women no, no, because no, I wouldn't no, know what I to do with them if I caught them. No more. If caught them, right? Yeah. You know, this is exactly. it. This is all I got. I got Tic Tacs and I got Diet Mountain Dew. Stop it. It's all I got. You know that one diet of Mountain Dew has enough sodium in it to basically uh, melt melt the uh, ice off of uh, about a half a mile stretch of road? A, you're making that up. B, I'm not, I am, but I'm not far off. <sighs> okay, okay, so. Okay, what's I'm, B? So I'm the only person on the planet who uh, ingests something that may possibly be bad for him. Remember, you're looking at a guy who smoked two to three pack of cigarettes a day for 40 years. Okay? By the way, I just passed seven years without a cigarette. I actually, Congratulations. I yesterday. Yesterday was seven years without a cigarette. Congratulations. Thank you. I, 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 I work. I understand what it's like to be an alcoholic now because I know if I smoked a cigarette, and by the way, for the first time, and forever, I actually thought about smoking a cigarette the other day. I was watching a movie or something, and and it, and it, I looked. I said that doesn't seem unappealing. But I also know if I do that, I take. You're gonna seven, open the can right back up again. Oh yeah, not only that, but I can no longer say I haven't had a cigarette in seven years, and I'm very proud of that. I'm very proud of that. Yeah, I, I do see the angle there. Uh, as far as alcoholism, it's the same thing. I can, oh, it's very I can understand. Oh, you're addicted to the nicotine. There's no question about it. 
if you've never smoked and you it's difficult to explain to people who have never smoked the draw of the nicotine because I, I've talked about this before the justification is I can always justify having a cigarette I don't care what the circumstance is I can always justify copping a smoke had a bad day have a cigarette it'll make it better having a good day eh, let's celebrate let's cop a smoke bored nothing to do how do you kill time have a cigarette there's never an excuse not to never you know i i never had a cigarette habit matter of fact i can honestly i can honestly say i haven't had a cigarette in 57 years good for you uh good for you i'm but but and and the thing is it's uh, you know i'm not totally a puritan here because i uh had my smoked my share of uh, of the old wacky tobacco back in the days. Marijuana, yeah, that. And uh, it's actually hip now to smoke to smoke pot mm. or inhale pot or whatnot. So inhale, Eww. I did not or inhale. whatever. Yeah, okay, Bill. Uh, but also I went through a stretch in the. Uh, uh, late 80s, early 90s, where I loved me some cigars. No, well, it happened. Loved, loved me some cigars. Yep. Back when I was, uh, back when I uh, was driving cab in Las Vegas and did the, uh, did the uh, show out, the, uh, did the radio show out there, um, I, oh, hell, my sponsors, who were primarily strip clubs, would, uh, Sit me down with a nice, uh, nice glass of cognac and uh, mm. a big, a big old stogie, and wow. say, "Enjoy." Well, uh, now you're talking. <laughs> now you're talking. Yeah, you know that was. Had to tell you, I don't know if I ever told you that, but right after nine eleven, you know, travel was kind of like it is now. Mm-hmm. I was making more money off of doing those shows and the sponsorship on the, that uh, oh, I can imagine. on that particular show than I was driving cab out I, in, you know. I firmly believe that. I firmly believe that. But they say all good things have to come to an end. But, you know, I tell you, the point but, I was... But apparently this rant isn't going to. That doesn't apply. You're going to keep going. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> you are... You're one smart man there, Mr. Van Ness. Thank you. Thank you for not stepping on that particular landmine today. <laughs> oh, no. I. The reason I quit doing the things, you know, my cigar vice, my drinking, uh-huh. I hate like hell. Because there, there are people, there are people that said I was an alcoholic. And who knows? Who knows? Maybe I still am and just have it good and under control. Just never know. But you, the only reason do, do I you, stopped... Let me interrupt you. Do you feel the need to drink? Do you... No. Is it an all-consuming thought? No. You're but not I'm not going to lie to you. I'm not going to lie to you. A good cold beer would would taste good every now and then. That doesn't make you an alcoholic. Well, you here, know, some here, people... Here, here's what makes you... Uh, 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 desperate when every waking moment is devoted to how long till I can till I can have that next drink or cigarette where can I do it 
Will anybody know? Blah, blah, blah. So. See, and the reason I, the, the main reason I don't is because Annie and I both come from a background of very addictive, people with very addictive personalities. Uh-huh. Uh, you could put just about any ism behind it and, uh-huh. uh, you know. I get And you. so my, my biggest fear, quite frankly, well, I have two fears. One. The number one is is uh, the fact I'm afraid of disappointing Annie. Uh, that, that would that, terrify that's, me. You know, just just to dis- you know, because I know she'd be disappointed. Uh, secondly, though, quite frankly, it's proven that my health, I can't I can't do it. There, there's, you know, just about anything you drink has uh, alcohol wise has way too many carbs in it. Even the even the stuff that uh, even the stuff that um, is supposed to be low carb and supposed to be healthy for you and all this other stuff, um, I it has way too many carbs. And you know when I if I ever get to a point where I have more than just a couple of beers, I start swelling up like you wouldn't believe. <laughs> So no, I I don't want to live. I I don't. I've had issues related to it that I just don't want to go through again. And, that, and that's fine. What does this have to do with my Mountain Dew and my uh and my Tic Tacs? Nothing. Leave me the hell alone. Well, I can't. I don't know. Your your Tic Tacs are they sugar free? Yes. There. Okay. So I'm not saying anything. And besides, I appreciate the fact I can't smell your breath. But you know that's a story for another time. Let's move on off of this. What do you say? <laughs> I just want you to be careful, okay? It's the only That's vice. All. It's the only vice I have. It really, truly is. And I don't drink as much as people think I do. Yes, do oh, I always let him bullshit you, folks? Come Watch on. your mouth. Do I always have a bottle near me? Yes, but I might go hours without taking a sip of it. Oh, that would disgust me for a minute. I hate warm drink. See, Other than coffee. If I've started out with it cold, then, I, you know, if I've been on the journey with the drink from cold to room temperature, I'm okay. It's, it's a weird thing. Come on. Let's get off of this. Let's, uh, <laughs> we got some, we got some industry stuff here. And uh, I want to start off with our good friend, the Soul Cab. Soul Cab. I got to get that old Soul Train opening. Um, mm. Now, I actually had to piece together two of his tweets to make this coherent. Uh, he didn't have the exact information on an article he quoted, but uh, he gave it his best. Let me read what I have here. Uh, this is re- referring to James River, who used to be the insurance company for Uber who have uh, basically, they bailed on them about a year or so ago. Uh, Insurance is the Achilles heel. This alone can be tens of millions that Uber is on the hook for. Best that I can figure, James River was taking runoff, expired claims from Uber, but settled to pay 75% of them. That leaves Uber on the hook for a lot of money. So, yes, I tried to access the same article. But it was it was behind a paywall, and I agreed with him. I it just I didn't want to go through all that. 
Oh, no, no. You needed a, a certain type of email address. That's what it was. Uh, we couldn't access it. So, yeah. So, in this day and age, uh, Uber is going to go start going through money like it's nobody's business. Uh, they've got insurance claims. And we all, we all saw this coming. Of course, the COVID-19 thing uh, makes it that much worse for them, to which I say, rah, rah. Uh, it's interesting. I don't know if you've seen the TV commercial that Uber has out now. They're encouraging people not to use their service, you know, for COVID-19. and Oh, and trying to get behind the whole stay home thing? Right, right, right. And uh, excuse me. It just, there was an interview on CNN with uh, so one of their young, young corporate punks. A guy was about 15 years old. And I, I listened to about the first two minutes of it, which was all corporate happy talk, <laughs> you know, which Uber is very good at. Uh, they put that positive spin on the fact that they're going to screw everybody over. Uh but oh, I lost my train of thought. I've uh, let, let me move on here. I got another tweet from Vina Dubal at Vina Dubal. She says, "I hope it enrages Uber drivers that Uber is arguing in federal court that you are the employer of drivers. Uh, in other words, the riders are. The implication is that if your Uber driver gets into an accident, you, the rider." are liable for the expenses and injuries. And I got another article. We're going to go into that a little bit more. But yeah, this is they're in court now in California fighting the AB5 saying, oh no, we're not the employer. When you call for the car, you become the employer. Which... It seemed like things were so much easier when you could just flag down a cab someplace and get from point A to point B and... So, so last life Saturday, is just simpler. For this is from an, uh, a publication called the Courthouse News, written by a gentleman by the name of Nicholas Iavino, from April twenty fifth, and I've condensed this article down to what I believe are just the pertinent parts. Uh, now, the lawsuit we were just referring to—that's that's what this is talking about. During a video conference hearing of of the lawsuit seeking sick pay for Uber drivers in California, Uber lawyer Dean Evangelist said the new state labor law does not apply to her clients because Uber does not hire drivers. Who would be the hiring entity? U.S. District Judge Edward Chen asked. The individual consumer who asked for a ride, Evangelist replied. It is not Uber who was hiring, the, hiring drivers to perform services for Uber. Reacting to the revelation of Uber's new legal tactic, Stanford law professor William Gold IV said in a phone interview that he believes Uber's positions are getting, quote, stranger and wilder. This one is completely ludicrous, Gold said. If I buy a ticket to get on a train, am I the employer of the conductor or the ticket agent? (laughs) So this is their latest tactic. Well, we have nothing to do with it. But you, you ordered the car, so you're hiring the guy, so you're in charge, you're the boss, you're the blah, blah, blah. And uh, 
So then, just let me just let me ask a question then. By all means, let me play. Let me play devil's advocate to that point. Would you? Would you? Well, let's see. If that were the case, then anybody who wanted to get on that platform and haul people around for pennies on the dollar could do so. Right. Secondly, where would they have any right to? kick any of those drivers off the platform. Oh, you wouldn't. It would, it would just be a free... Well, yeah, it would be a free-for-all. So, I, you know, that just, to me, that ends that point where you don't have to go... You don't have to make it a 12-page legal argument. That's all you got to say. Yeah, I... I if the... <laughs> and also, excuse me, uh, if uh, that was the case, well, then a dry, uh, a passenger could go through a list of drivers and say, yeah, you know, this one looks pretty cool. This one has a, a cooler car. I want this one. I don't want the guy that supposedly would, it would be the closest car. You well, know? A, a couple of apps back in the day tried to do something to that where you get to choose your driver. But, of course, nobody wants to do the real work. By the way, and we almost forgot here, our, our, our stock price report. Oh, well, you were kind of distracted, I yes. understand. For Uber, they closed the week at twenty $28.39, a full dollar ten cents below last week. Meanwhile, Lyft dropped from thirty one ninety six down to twenty nine sixty. That's as of closing market yesterday, kids and kittens. Babushka. Babushka. <laughs> So that's all I got on industry. What do you got? And I don't have anything on industry. Right. What do you, What do you say we finally take the wraps off of this uh, this thing? I've been waiting to talk about and waiting, and sometimes sometimes forgetting, but waiting to get off my chest and and not just get off my chest, but I do want your your opinion because I don't think you're going to agree with me necessarily. I have that feeling. Not that not that not that you're necessarily agreeable to begin with, but you know, I just um, I just want to. It goes back to and this all started back when these uh, when the rumblings of uh, this issue with uh, Tara Reid uh, began uh, with uh, Vice President Biden, and the first thing that came to mind, of course, when uh, when this all started to surface was okay we you know took the 2020 election is going to be the battle of the pussy grabbers you know if you believe everything on its face value that's pretty much pretty much what it is i don't know i don't know if and if if what is claimed what tara reed claimed has any factual merit to it? It might have a to- It might have complete factual merit. We don't know. None of us were in the room. Um, but I don't find it all that hard to believe. If you think about it, if you're totally, if every man and woman were totally honest with themselves, you go back. Even as clo- even as close as thirty years ago, 
sadly, that was the nature of the beast. That was what happened. You know, it was a very, you want to use a term from, uh, from, uh, from this era, the work environment was very hostile when it came to um, people acting inappropriately. And it wasn't, wasn't just men. You know, there was commonplace, you know, in the workplace for a woman to, you know, make for a woman to make comments about a guy's ass or even pinching a guy in the ass, you know, and we just kind of come on. You never had your ass pinched at work? Not in uh, what you're no. no. Well, you were you weren't at the time, you know, you weren't in the you were in the same workplace as I was, basically. You know, so it's hard to pinch somebody in the ass when you're sitting on it. Mm. <laughs> no, but it was it was a different time. It was a, you know, where a guy in his, you know, both Trump and uh, Biden are both uh, in their 70s now. And I, I'm just telling you, it was a different time, a different generation. This was the time where... You know, you had the, you remember the big, the fax, the dirty joke uh, faxes that were sent? You know, the the mouse with the big uh, member saying, here, kitty, kitty. Look, I Tell remember. I've never I, seen that. I, I, I get the idea. I, I get it. Uh, I've seen, look, I remember all those days. I remember telling really tasteless jokes and, uh, mm-hmm. you know, and you got away with it because... We weren't who we are today. Just the way it was. Yeah, exactly. And I think, and you could even say this to a degree about the about the accusations that were made against uh, Kavanaugh. I'm not going to lie to you. I didn't want uh, I didn't want Kavanaugh in on the Supreme Court. You know, we didn't want uh, uh, we didn't want Trump to start. Putting together a Supreme Court that looked more like the uh, uh, looked more like the uh, Third Reich than it did an actual fair and honest uh, a justice system, you know. But the thing is, is you have to remember, it was as commonplace back in the fifties, sixties, seventies, early eighties, you know even into the 90s to some degree. It wasn't really until the 90s, you know, when uh, when uh, Clinton was called out for being the philanderer that he was. And, uh, but these things happened, folks. This is how people behaved back in that era. Yeah, we're talking about the thing with Tara Reid. You know, we're talking, what did we say, 30 years? 29 years. Yeah. I'm not trying to say it was right. Not by any stretch of the imagination. But you know what? If you were to base... If you were to say only the the people that have been pure and have not done inappropriate things towards women 
towards other, you know, towards uh, men. You'd have maybe 20 people over the age of 70 that could run for as much as dog catcher. It happened, I hate to say it, it happened as almost as often as, as probably more often than, uh, than priests who, you know, messed around with choir boys and with altar boys. Altar boys, yeah. Uh, I, again, I'm not saying that this was right. But it happened. It, it happened with more frequency than any one of us want to own up to. You, it, it, it really irritates me because you can't wipe away the past. And I do really have a problem with people who all of a sudden start bringing things up. Ed made a very good point uh, towards the top of the show. You know, Joe Biden already has been vice president. He's been a senator. Uh, he's been in politics for, well, he was in politics when uh, this happened uh, with Tara Reid. He was a senator. He was a young senator. Why the hell, I'm sorry, why the hell was this not brought up previously? Two, why two, two runs for vice president. Yeah, successful runs for vice president. Success. And it should have come up there. Now, let, let's not speak about Biden specifically. Unless, if you, go ahead, if you want to finish uh, before I jump in here. Well, that's, that is, and what Ed is going to get into is this isn't just, Wait a minute, uh, this mean? isn't just Joe, this isn't just Joe Biden. No, but how do you know what I'm going to get into? Well, we with just that, you said, you know, just forget about Joe Biden for a minute. Well, let me have my say. I'm so, Oh, I am so sorry, sir. <laughs> I, I am so sorry. But okay. yeah, I'll pat your ass on the way out. Yeah, well, if you can reach it from here, then I need to lose some weight. <laughs> All right, so, so. Well, that's the way things were. And that makes it okay. Does it? Did I, did I say it made it okay? I, I'm asking a rhetorical question here, sir. Uh-huh. Does it make it okay? Well, back in the day, you had plenty of people who, who treated women and the coloreds, if you will, and every other minority with a certain amount of disrespect because that's what the times called for. In retrospect, is it was it right? Of course not. Mind you, though, at the same time, plenty of people treated everybody they encountered with all the respect they could. Uh, just because it was acceptable to push yourself on a, a female employee didn't necessarily mean it was mandatory and many 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 people did not do that yes culturally we were a different place 30 40 50 years ago much different john and i we both came up in a time at the very end of the uh 
Well, we 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 came around to, during the formation of women's liberation, women's lib. You remember that as a kid? Burn and the bra. Burn the bra. Yeah, I got to see a lot of topless girls. It was cool. Yeah, um, it was a good time. It was a good time good of life. Time. It was a good time to be twelve years old. Uh, <laughs> but <laughs> is it ever right? Uh, you know. You, you can look at it from this perspective. Making a pass at someone that you work with, which, by the way, is a horrible idea to begin with. If And I've learned the hard way. Mm, I've absolutely. Learned, I've learned the hard way about dating people that I work with. And uh, once it goes bad, it don't get any better. Mm-hmm. But that's another story for another time. The, the heart wants what the heart wants. The uh, booty wants what the booty wants. And sometimes the chemical reaction is just irresistible, and and you mm-hmm. go and you and you jump off that cliff together, knowing full well it's a big rocky ravine at the bottom. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, I mean, you you had that. That still happens now. It does. It's, <laughs> Sadly, it does. we haven't learned our lesson. People meet people, and you think, "Oh my God, I can do this. We can do this." That's. That's one thing. That's not. That's two people agreeing to move in a particular direction, okay? Mm-hmm. But to sh- be in an office and see people take harassment in different forms. Although I control myself about doing it now, and when I do it, I do it in such an overt way. For instance, I like to refer to people as sunshine. I like to say dear mm-hmm. and all that, but my yeah, big, me too. My big thing is sunshine, but I like to do it in such an overt, over-the-top way, so as not to make anybody think that it's anything more than just being a little goofy. Now, I've you know you learn to test the water, maybe bringing maybe You're bringing the- a little sunshine into somebody's life. That is. I, I had somebody I worked with a few years ago. We sh- we shared office space when I had my company. She was actually my landlord. But she would come back to the back to my office for whatever reason. And uh, she owned the building. She owned the permits that I leased. And and every time I would see her or talk to her on the phone, I would, you know, good morning, sunshine. Hello, sunshine. She She would say, oh, I just love it when you call me that. And there was nothing there other than, you know, but again, this was an established relationship that I could do that. These days, look, let's get to the point. Culturally, certain things, they were not okay. They were accepted or not looked Mm -hmm. down upon years ago. Did it make them right? Looking back in hindsight? No. They were what they were. Now, I'm not talking about physically grabbing somebody that's never been right no okay that's never been right now in the case of joe biden joe's got a problem with with touchy feely he's got a mm-hmm. boundary problem okay i personally don't think he means anything by it other than mm-hmm. to be uh, he wants to be that guy that's just i'm your pal and you know we're close and uh but, of course, and he's even admitted it, he's got to knock that crap out. He's not going to knock it off. So, 
again, it's never been acceptable. Uh, hands where they don't belong. Don't go to a party you're, you've not been invited to. That's that's how I've always looked at it. Sure, mm-hmm. I I had my moments, and I learned the hard way. And now I know, don't go to a party you're not invited to. Uh, and at this point, what was the original point of this conversation? The cultural? Well, it's just the cultural differences. Things that were, things that are not acceptable. It is not acceptable to walk up behind somebody and say rub their shoulders you know get your face get their, your face right up into their ear and you know, and 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 that type of thing you know what what that's kind of stuff that was that isn't acceptable now was in a lot of ways uh accept not maybe not accepted but it was tolerated and and it, it wasn't meant to be like, you know, one minute I'm rubbing your shoulders and whispering into your ear, and the next next minute we're doing the we're doing the wild thing up in the uh, executive bedroom. We called it the horizontal bop. Is that what it was? The horizontal <laughs> bop. Oh, you know. Let's play hide the baloney. Yeah, there you go. Capture the cucumber. Oh, we could go can on. Can I stick for... my finger? Can I stick your my finger in your belly button? That's just weird, John. That's just <laughs> weird. Well, wait a minute. That's not my belly button. That's not, That's my, not my finger. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Now we've gotten into crass and. Well, you know, we had to venture there sooner or later. Yeah, 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 yeah. If you kids and kittens didn't expect that little side trip. Uh, then exactly, you have folks. You haven't been paying attention for 180 some odd episodes, <laughs> <laughs> and not all of them live. No, no, no. <laughs> I'm sorry, Ed. No, I don't. But think you, you know are. me. I don't think you are. I don't think you are. I think somewhere there's a part of you that, since you can't actually give me a shoulder rub, and invade my personal space, you're taking me this opportunity. To just, mm. but let's get back to our, our our two geriatric presidential contenders. One's one's a, a a flat out animal. Okay, we know this. We know who he is, what he is, and um. Now, let's go back to Biden. Has he stepped over the boundaries? Sure. Sure, he's made, there's plenty of pictures of him making women and children and small domestic animals uncomfortable. Thank you. You didn't see that coming, did you? I got John I to know. spit up, I got John to spit up his drink. It's all about the timing, kids. Uh, but does it excuse Biden? Well, that all depends. If we're giving Trump a pass... Oh, boy, and he's got a huge pass, don't you think? Right. If Trump gets the pass, then clearly Biden gets the pass. If if we have told the nation, and I'm talking to you, Mitch McConnell, and I'm talking to you, GOP, and I'm talking to you, Miss Lindsey Graham, you all let this pass. You now don't get to jump all over Joe Biden. 
on what may or may not have transpired. And I'm leaning towards it didn't happen of what she's saying now. Simply because the time that's passed and the fact that he was vetted twice as vice president. Plus being vetted as senator and all that. And they can't seem to find any documentation on this, et cetera, et cetera. So I say if, if, if the old Donnie boy gets a pass, then Joe gets a pass. Is it right? Probably not. But I don't see, this is one accusation, by the way, one. Again, Biden's made a lot of people uncomfortable over the years. Uh-huh. Did he intend it? I, I, I want to say probably not, but leaving myself a little wiggle room there, because I really hope not. But I can't be certain. I can't be certain. Uh, I don't for a minute think that... Uh that Joe Biden is some sort of a raving pervert or something like that, that I think that he comes from an era that that that's what people did. Right. People got, people got close. I, people, they hugged. They, I am not going to, I'm not going to lie. I miss the days when I could walk up behind somebody that I knew, Mm -hmm. put my hand, hand on their shoulders, you know, you know, just say, good to see you again. Or, you know, just to do that little, you know, with the thumbs in, in the back. Yeah, how you doing? You know, a little little shoulder rub. I understand a lot yeah. of people are uncomfortable with that. And, uh, but, yes, and that's a, you know, that that's a tightrope to walk. And I understand why people are not comfortable with that. I get that. Me, I like it. I want people to walk up from behind me and dig their thumbs into my back. But that's me. That's me. Uh yeah, no, we don't need to be doing that anymore. Again, if you haven't been invited to the party, don't go. So, is it when, a cult? when do you think? When do you think? Uh, it's like everybody has their bubble. Yes, I don't. I don't remember. I don't remember when that actually started. To tell you the truth, what's that? Whenever you used to, everybody has their bubble now. Don't invade my space. Oh yeah, that was probably. The 90s, early 2000s. You know, but yeah, that, that is not even, even, even if you're standing too close to somebody, your hands are safely tucked away doing something else. Uh, <laughs> now, there, now, you say, I have a dirty mind, but hey, uh, I knew hey, where you were going. Like, like it or not, every man on this planet will always be a nine-year-old boy when it comes yeah. to that stuff. <laughs> We're always going to giggle at that. <laughs> but no, it, it just you're invading my space. You're in my bubble. Maybe it was the whole movie boy in a plastic bubble. All of a sudden, now we have John everybody. <laughs> now we have our own little our own little space, our own little bubble. And you better not get involved or get inside my bubble unless I invite you to. Let me tell you where that doesn't apply on any New York City subway car. Yeah, exactly. Or any airplane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, uh, uh, there's invading your space, and then there's you know incidental touching, incidental uh, violations. It's like with a face mask. Was it you know mm-hmm. blatant? Was it? I, I mm. look. I don't like to get into people's 
Like, I'm not a small person. I take up maybe a little bit more than my share of space. Me too. But I try to, I try to be aware of other people around me. And look, I'm not, I'm not a saint. Uh, I am, but that's another story for another time. Um, yeah, the horns are just holding up the halo. That's that's the... right. That's that's keeps my hat on. Mm-hmm. See how well it keeps my head my headphones on. And uh, well, I think you're using super glue there, but that's well, that may be that we'll never tell. That's my little secret. Uh, but yes, 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 yes. It calls, uh, look, we did things differently a long time ago. Look, it used to be perfectly acceptable to smoke pretty much everywhere. Except where oxygen was in use. And even then, eh, touch and go. Yeah. Smoke by a gas pump. Uh, Tell you what, smoke them if you got them. That was was the lay of the land. I actually got into a big fight with a guy I worked with. Well, I didn't work. He wasn't well liked. I got stuck working with him one Saturday. I smoked. And he didn't like the fact that I smoked in the truck. And this was the uh, late 70s, early 80s. Everybody smoked. Everybody that smoked or everybody that didn't smoke just put up with it. Now, again, that was wrong. We know that now. But at the time, my foreman tried to resolve. He says, well, he can stop every time you want a cigarette. And I I dug my heels in. I said, no, I'm going to stay in the truck. And the foreman had to take my side on it. Of course, it would never happen now. You're not even... You know, and that's fine. And again, that's okay. We have a different understanding now, but things change. You talk about invading somebody's personal space. I look back on that now. Oh my God, I was, was I, was I invading his space? And look, I, mm-hmm. I would smoke on airplanes. I'd be one of those clowns in the back six rows, and it didn't matter. Everybody else was being inflicted with my smoke, and uh, so. Yeah, I, I mean things change. I I don't. So I, I wanna. I can't excuse intolerable behavior, no matter what time period it is. Uh the the honey sweetheart darling kind of stuff. Yeah, that's a cultural thing that was at the time, and many women don't want to be called that. You know, just like a lot of guys don't want to be called sport chief boss or junior. You know, that kind of thing. But that, that was, hold on, hold on, I'm on a roll here. So, you know, that was, while infuriating and, yeah, it's a nice doggy battle. Infuriating and, to some people, insulting. It is much different than actually being physically handled. Yeah, I agree with you there because, to tell you the truth... I've noticed it here. I don't know if you've noticed it back in uh, back there in Gotham, but I'm noticing that Honey and Sweetheart are making kind of a comeback, believe it or not, at least female to male. Yeah, well, it's always been a little different coming from that direction. Yeah, you know that's a and that's more of that's one of the feminine wiles to get us. To do their bidding. And let's face it, it works most of the time. Yeah, you, you never lied there. It's a tool. It's a tool in their vast array of tool, their big toolbox, if you will. In the big toolbox, yep. Mm-hmm. Absolutely key wrecked. 
Absolutely. Yeah, I've I've noticed that that's uh, that that's made that's made a little bit of a comeback. And to tell you the truth, I hope it never goes away, because quite frankly, you can be nice to somebody, you can make somebody maybe smile just a little bit, without by you know you keep your hands to yourself, you keep your sexist comments to yourself and whatnot. And you can still maybe just help that other person just have, just have a little better day, you know. That's right, sunshine. Maybe. Well, thank you very much. Appreciate that. Uh now, now the the question, the main question that comes from all this. Okay, so now you've got an admitted sexual predator mm-hmm. with an alleged sexual predator. Running for the highest office in the land. Is there a point where we have to accept those two generics, as you call them, for who they are and what they were in their day, or what they allegedly were in their day, and move on and try to take care of some of the issues that are facing us? And God knows we've got enough of that. Well, clearly, as a nation, we've already decided that question we decided it four years ago this is true it was at least a certain it it was this it was one side that accepted it doesn't matter we all got the same result true we all get the same president like it or not yeah so as an as a nation we said okay i guess this is it so if you want to do a by comparison, compare those two evils. And again, I, I'm not even fully convinced that Biden did anything to reach the level that Miss Reed is is claiming. But it's funny because when you, Trump when, does Go ahead. Trump doesn't want to open this can. You no. notice how he is oh, no, <laughs> he no, does no, no. not no, that's the last it's thing. Not what open there. It's the last thing he needs right now, is more nonsense. Because remember, he's and look, everything that's happened to him has been self-inflicted, self-inflicted. He's brought it all on himself. But he hasn't had a moment's peace since he got to the White House, to which I say rah rah and hooray. But anything, yeah. Go ahead. You want to start with Joe Biden on. Uh, on being a potential or possible sexual predator, you're you're going to get buried on this again. But then again, maybe not, because remember, Congress has already told them, eh, you pretty much do what you want. Mm-hmm. We haven't been able to touch them on anything. Nothing. It took COVID-19 to bring him to his knees, so to speak. Yeah. Unfortunately, we had to kind of... Uh, deal with the after effects of uh, COVID-19 too. So, well, yes, it but. was, yeah, it, 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 it really did. I mean, Trump doesn't know which way is up anymore when it comes to this. That's because he's whacked out on his drugs. He hasn't known which way was up for quite some time now. Yeah, but this is the time when we were counting. We were hoping as Americans, all right, this guy's our president. I hope he can. I hope he can do something positive here. I I said this four, and, 
four years ago, I said, this is the, this is the moment that I feared a national crisis mm-hmm. who knew it would be a worldwide crisis and he would have to contend with it and deal with it. And brother, he's just making a mess out of it. He's killed more people due simply to his ego. Now, would some people still have died had he acted sooner? Sure. Sure. But as a na- well, as a nation, we learned our lesson from 9-11. Listen to the intelligence people, which is why they now have one cohesive, one central person that they disseminate information through. But of course, Trump has opted to treat our intelligence people as liars and fakes. He doesn't. He's not interested in the daily presidential daily brief, uh, unless they've drawn him pictures and charts. They, uh, according to the Washington Post, he may see it two two times a week, two or three times a week, if that. Uh, he doesn't like to read. He barely can read. Apparently, uh, there are important things going on in the world, and he just chooses to sit up in his bed and and watch cable news all morning. We could have been ahead of this, way ahead of this. And, you know, he opted not to. So, but getting back to our our point here, uh, yeah, some people are brought up with cultural things that just don't fit anymore. And you can't use that as an excuse. I, I, we spoke about this last week, I think it was, or one of the night shows about the whole Mr. Ed thing for me. And I understand some people, that's how they've been raised. They refer to people as you would be Mr. John, you know, Miss mm-hmm. Susan, and they don't mean any disrespect to me by that. And I get that. However, mm-hmm. I will try to explain them. Look, here's why I don't, I prefer it if you just call me Ed. You know, but I can live with it from certain people because that's how I I know that's how they were brought up. That's their, you know, and it's a hard habit to break. Well, there's a difference. There's a difference if everybody. I'm getting there. Ooh. Ooh. Meow. (laughs) No kidding. No kidding. (laughs) Easy, Tom. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. ahead. No. No, no. Uh, It's okay. I see it. There are people that would call you Mr. Ed because, like you said, it's Mr. John. It's Miss uh, Miss Kitty. Right. Exactly. Exactly. It's not by, it's not, it's a a sign of respect. Mm -hmm. It's a show of respect. It's not like somebody... It's not somebody like me who's just trying to be a smartass and uses the reference to the uh, 50s era, 60s era TV show. A horse is a horse, of course, of course. I am Mr. Red. Wilbur, buy me a pony, please. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Yes, but that is the exact difference. There are, you know... It's a small, small thing, but it does illustrate the point. I mean, you can do certain things. The same thing 
has different meaning coming from different people. Right. If you call me Mr. So-and-so, I know you're doing it, like you said, just to be a pest to me, just to create havoc in my life. Meanwhile, somebody born and raised from the South or from a foreign country, you know, oh, Mr. Edward, how are you today? You know, and I accept that. I accept that, that this is how they were raised, and it's difficult. I, I, I had a lot of Haitians. You know, this is how, how they were raised. Oh, Mr. Edward, Mr. Ed, Mr., you know. And you just kind of roll along with it. You try a couple of times, and then it's uh, it's not going to happen. So, but the <laughs> same the same thing holds true of, you know, touching feely all that. Now, I've got friends, people I've known for a hundred years. I can walk up to them, put a hand on their shoulder, or you know, rub their back or whatnot. And they may not be thrilled about it, but they know where I'm coming from. I do it to a stranger. You know, that's that's clearly... Forget about it. Forget about it. Hey, hey, Joey, Vinny, Marco, Big Marco, Little Marco, Polly, Big Polly, Little Polly, Polly Jr., Polly Sr., Mary, Maria, Marcella. No. Anyway, so yeah. So, yeah. So, in the end, I think uh, I'm right. You're wrong. Oh, is that it? That's, that's it. That's it. So, so the... Let me let me ask just one last question of you. Sure, sure. I got some other stuff I want to talk about, but well, if this was all if this was all commonplace back in the '60s and '70s through the '90s and whatever, if that was common, if that was commonplace and semi acceptable behavior, is it right to? Uh, to call out now that uh, now that Biden is uh, knocking on the door of being president of the United States, is it right to bring up things from back in back thirty years ago? I'll say this: any kind of assault should be brought up. Well, remember that assault can mean so many different things. Any kind of physical assault should definitely be brought up. How about that? Okay, is is me rubbing your shoulders? Is that a physical assault? Only if you want it to be, sugar. You know, obviously grabbing somebody by uh, by their uh, genitals. Bad, bad, that 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 bad. Before we wrap up, uh, we're still going to be on weeknights, Monday through Thursday, nine p.m. Eastern. Also, this Monday, May the fourth is uh star wars day on the station we'll be playing star wars radio drama all day may the fourth be with you also tomorrow may 3rd my brother ray's birthday happy birthday sport happy birthday ray so from egan minnesota in the northern command studio this is john shannon and i got the money Please stop. See ya. Talk too much.